Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Coming up on the show, Sony makes a questionable choice regarding their PlayStation Plus program. Microsoft calls cloud gaming immature tech despite their own strong push for it, and Rockstar's abandoned Red Dead Online makes headlines. But why? All this and more, coming up. It's time for the GZ Chop Shop Podcast. Each week, hosts Project Itachi and War Nurse bring you the latest in the gaming and tech industry. From the hottest releases to the juiciest scoops while breaking down all the things you wish you knew. Now kick back, relax, and prepare to have your mind blown. The GZ Chop Shop starts right now. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of the GZ Chop Shop. As always, I am your host, Project Tachi, joined by my good friend and co-host, War Nurse. And as always, we have an amazing episode lined up for you all. So thank you to our listeners, our Patreon supporters. And if you're new to the show, well, you definitely want to buckle up because uh, we bring you the latest and greatest in gaming tech news and anime entertainment. So without further ado, let's get to it. So what what, what do we got, Warner? She found some juicy topics and it looks like it's stressing did, you out. But no, it's, it, it's not that. It's, something's been on my mind all day, but... Okay, have you seen the the recent third episode of Chainsaw Man? I have not. I plan to watch it after okay. this one. Okay. Oh my god, cuz I just really want to talk about the there's no way it's the coincidental timing of an anime this bold dropping and the amount of people complaining about anime online that are new to the genre and are kind of just they don't understand that our culture is the only, not the only culture mm-hmm. in the world and not every culture perceives sexualization yeah. the same way. So things that are sexualized are just g- genuinely just jokes. Um, in animes, people, uh, Americans have been complaining a lot about, and, uh, there's a lot of comments that the main character, uh, Denji, is Denji. Denji, uh, makes that are absolutely hilarious, but, that is just like, I can't wait for the backlash because I can't wait to see people arguing over it because it's so funny to me. I, I do think, and these episodes are for the most part made in advance and then you're just rolled out. It's hard to explain this very well without, I'm surprised you didn't see it. Like I figured you would have seen it or I really wouldn't have brought it up, but it's, it just, the, I've been thinking about all day, like how bold the, the, uh, the show, is the, the show and that, and that from just the second episode, I can way. tell that they don't give a fuck and they knew people were going to get upset. And they made these shows in a probably like a latter fashion where they said, this is the episode people are going to complain because people are predictable. 
And from what you hinted at in our Discord server about how the third episode goes down, I'm like, they knew when people would complain, what they would complain about, and their response <laughs> to those people complaining because people it's are so, so the, predictable. I was laughing the whole time, the whole time, the whole episode. I was just dying laughing. But but anyways, well, let's jump into the uh, into the topics here. Uh, so I don't have a PlayStation Five. I have unfortunately not owned a PlayStation in a little while, but I'm very familiar with uh, with Plus and the tier system that is uh, in place now. And there are a lot of complaints right now, and I think rightfully so. Basically, what's happening is people woke up one day and they realized that okay, they got these tier systems, or they're you know they're in a particular tier. Was it tier one mm-hmm. through three? Um, but games that typically have expiration dates as in when they're leaving the library and when they're no longer available for you to 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 download and play on that tier or in general because they do rotations too just like a streaming service would uh there's no expiration dates now and everybody's upset because it's like they're they're paying for this stuff and they want to know how long they have to play these games and now they don't know so it kind of goes, you know, it, it really does go into a lot of the things we've talked about uh, recently. And even the topic after this is we don't own the games Ooh. anymore. We don't. So they may not be purchasing a hard copy or they may not be purchasing and downloading it from Steam or directly from a library to personally own, but they're still paying a monthly subscription. And now they're kind of left like, well, when can I play this game? Yeah. Um, and and when I was when I was reading the article, it made me think, like you said, about some of the stuff we were talking about back in the past and the fact that they've removed an expiration. And, you know, some people you're probably wondering, like, well, you know, is that really a big deal? Um, yes, it is, because what PlayStation has done is they've created a way to uh, amplify the FOMO effect. And for anyone who doesn't know FOMO now, it's fear of missing out. Um, and it's, that's, that's something that every gamer in some way, shape or form feels, whether it's with hardware or a game, the reason games can sell so fast when they come out is because especially streamers and, you know, content creators have increased it because they're the first ones to play it. And then everyone wants to be able to say they were in that first wave of playing a game, first wave of playing a game, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what I think Sony is trying to do is on the back end because they already know the new generation of gamers they eat the stuff up as soon as it launches because everyone's trying to be a content creator streamer so those wave of people they don't have to worry about the wave of people they're worried about are gamers like you and i the aging gamers we're getting older we know how things used to be so we're not in that need to play it right now mode we're like we're working we're raising families we might have maybe one to two three hours a week um to play a game so we spread it out we look we say okay this game leaves by october uh i can play it sporadically through whenever but if you don't know when your favorite game is leaving your gamer instinct is going to start taking over more and you're going to push subconsciously to play that game more than knowing when a deadline is it's kind of like here's a good example for anyone you know pricing oh i still don't see the issue You know your favorite show the day it comes out, the time it comes out. 
So, you know, even with streaming episodes, you can afford to miss two to three because, you know, the day and time it comes out. So you're like, all right, I'll just let the whole season come out and then I'll binge it. But how would you feel to have gone through that whole season knowing the day and time it comes out, but not knowing the day and time it will no longer be available? Yeah, because the streaming services give you a heads yeah. up, usually monthly. Yeah. And they're like, hey, this is what we're rotating in. This is what we're getting putting out. So, yeah. And, you know, the first game that most people noticed was Red, uh, Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, missing from the, the tier. They took it out and they didn't give me one a heads up. And uh, I read this somewhere else and I, I don't know if I read it wrong, but my understanding was not only was not only was that the only issue with Red Dead Redemption was the um, not being in the library for the people who are in the tier systems, but people on PlayStation 4 are no longer able to play the original Red Dead Redemption as well sounds about right playstation 3 and 4 it's no longer available for a digital download um and and sony has been sony i I love sony i do and a lot of times people feel like i give sony passes um but because you do but it's just because they've been a little bit more crafty with their stuff but right now they're they're not being as crafty. They're just being bold. Dude, they're not, man. You know, usually Microsoft's the one being this bold uh, and Epic will do shit like this. But man, Sony has stepped their game up. What, what, what just happened? <laughs> his headphones just <laughs> fall. <laughs> headphones just fell right off his head. <laughs> Malfunction. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Man. Oh, no. <laughs> I... I I don't know if you saw that, but it really felt like because we just got done playing uh, Phasmophobia, yep. so it kind of feels like I just got my you headphones. Just got, you just got head. poltergeist. God damn. Anyways, um, but yeah, no. In the last few months, Sony has really been just like I I, I don't want to say throwing a tantrum, but they've been in a real fu mood. And if you follow the trail, yep. it all started when Microsoft bought Activision Blizzard. That's when Sony really started ramping up their um their moves and just not even trying to be accommodating. They're just like this is what's going to happen. This is how it is. Um and expiration dates pulling from the game is they I think the reason they're doing it and, and and this is what I think is their plan. And they must not be worried about it backfiring. Um, I think their end goal is to amass a good amount of revenue to make another big purchase. And what is probably happening is while the forefront gamers jump on stuff day one, their retention is probably terrible. They, they, you know, like the reason they love Battle Royale so much is because every experience is brand new. It's technically fresh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, but by the end of a season, they're like, all right, I'm over it. Next thing. Where the more retentive gamers, we're a little bit more slower to adapt into new things, but our attention span is longer. We're more likely going to, when we start something, see it through, play it through. We're, we're giving them that retention, which is putting that dollar value to use. So by removing expiration dates, they're bringing both 
communities together, not like to work cooperatively, but for their benefit. You've got the, oh crap, I got to play this game before it's gone. Speedy, speedy, speedy. And then you've also now forced the slower players to spend more time on those downloaded games. Dude, I, I'm starting to feel like Japan's a little low pissed, annoyed with America. And, and this is where I'm getting this from. Okay. Cause I don't feel like this is too much of a stretch. So multiple people have put out and, and there's, there's some here in this, uh, this article uh, that G, it, it says GTA vice city leaves in February, but barely anyone knows this. You have to read the, the PlayStation Japan blog. log yep. to know. So the only way to know the dates is the literal Japanese blog for them on their servers in their country. So you have to look for it on purpose here. You know, you have to know, you have to know, to you got to know to look for that information. And a lot of gamers, they, they won't go beyond what is presented right in front of them. I'm just saying, I, I, I feel a little tinge of uh, pettiness in there. To be honest, Japan being annoyed with us, in terms of entertainment and content and, and, and Sony. Um, oh, we have to be their most difficult uh, d- demographic. There's no way we're not. Probably. There's no way we're not the hardest demographic to please. The easiest to upset. The, the, the hardest to get us to stick around. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, and that, that totally, I would say they're justified in there. If that is part of it, they're totally justified because we keep trying to make them change things for our tastes. And that's just not how it works. That's yeah. It's been a, it's been a huge issue. Absolutely. This past couple of years, it's been a huge issue. Like our, and both like anime, music, gaming, all those industries, like there's been nothing just but bitching and complaining across the board. So who knows? That probably may may play a factor in it. That's my that's my little mini conspiracy theory. There is that there's just some minor pieces of uh, pettiness. Oh, all there. these companies are super petty, so I wouldn't put it past. But here's my question to you: Do you think they're going to roll it back? I think they're going to wait a little bit, maybe up to a few weeks, and see what their numbers look like, and they will roll it back and backpedal a little bit if they actually lose more players. So I think like if they just move, if it's just a handful of people complaining, mm. they're not going to care. But if it's enough people complaining that people change or lower their tier subscriptions or whatever. Yeah. I, cause the, aren't the tier subscriptions that's, that's separate from internet access, isn't it? Yeah. Or are they together? No, no, that the tier, so you, you you pay a subscription to have the internet access, and then there's a separate one for the tiers. Um, no, oh, oh, for some reason I thought you meant like, are you paying for your internet? So no, your your internet access through PlayStation to play with other players is included with the tier. Oh, then they don't give yeah, a shit. No, they don't care then, because um, you have to have it. So really, it's going to come down to, uh, is it hurting Sony? Is it hurting PlayStation? It's absolutely not because and if it's not, then they're not. No, absolutely not. And that's what I was going to say, because to play with other players, you need PlayStation Plus. You kill your PlayStation Mm -hmm. Plus subscription. You don't play with anyone. So. As far as they're concerned, they're like, yeah, you (laughs) fuck you. Exactly. Oh, man, because it's like, yeah, you know, you know, you usually like historically we do a pretty good job. Uh, 
even though most of the time it's not intentional, we do a pretty good job of uh, uh, predicting things as the, like before they happen and kind of being able to say it's this or X, Y, or Z is going to mm. happen. And it gen- generally it does. I don't know what the fuck's happening in the game <laughs> industry right now, dude. For the first time in three years, I have no idea what the fuck's going on. It's all over. The There's place. massive buyouts. There's complaining all over the place. There's petty little nuances like this. It's really, it's really, really bad right now. And it, it sucks because Sony's being bold as shit. They're being so bold. And this isn't even the only front they're being bold in. Uh, and the next topic, Sony's being bold in that front too. <laughs> Sony said rated E for everybody. Everybody could catch these hands. Except Man. Nintendo. Because <laughs> nobody fucks with Nintendo. Nintendo is still, I, t- I told you a long time ago, they're sitting on the cliff. They're looking down at everybody else, the war zone, and they're not participating. They're waiting until everybody else has killed each other. And there's one dude left and he's like struggling. And then he's going to, and then he's just going to come in and just boop, flick him right off. Just give him that little, but no. Yeah. Um, this does tie into not being able to own the games. I, as you know, I'm very much, I do not like not, um, I don't stream my games. I pay for the access, which is kind of sucky because it's like, all oh, this is included. And it's like, it's like damned if you do damned if you don't, cause it's like, you're paying for it. You have access to it. So if you don't use it, you're not getting your full monetary value, but I still don't like it because I don't like feeling rushed to play a game. I don't like that because I could start a game, love a game and not be invested after a week. Not because it bores me, but because my attention wants to go to something. Else. I get ADHD with games. And, you know, it's funny because the original intent of the uh, libraries in general to be able to rent, so to speak, games versus owning them, uh, you know, Xbox Pass was really the biggest player there for a while when it when it first came out, just the Xbox Live and then the Xbox mm-hmm. Pass. Uh, it, it was it was geared towards the older gaming generation yeah. because it was like, hey, pay a subscription every month. And then get to these games when you can Mm -hmm. play them as you can. That's what it was supposed to be. It was, you don't have to go out and buy a whole game. You can just, you know, every month. Yeah. And you'll eventually get to it. But now like, what are they doing now? doesn't feel like they're gearing towards, towards any generation. Now it feels like they're trying to find that sweet spot to get the most amount of money. Um, a hundred percent because the the big push for cloud game, they want to as fast as possible. And this is what I strongly believe from every developer right now. They want to take the games out of the gamers hands entirely. No collectible uh, possibility, no, you know, trade in value. No, because this is what's killing. Also, this is what's killing GameStop. Why go to the store when you can pre-order three hours before the game releases, get almost the same stuff except minus physical collectibles, and then have it download and play? That's how a lot of people are seeing it. And if they make it seem more convenient like Netflix, where it's like, oh, yeah, you know, I can play some of my classics. I can play some of my favorites. Why they do rotations is because it keeps us, the older gamers, on. Because they say, 
We rotate our PlayStation 1 classics. Your favorite might not pop up that month. So what do you do? You keep your subscription because you want to know when your favorite pops up. So you keep it. And they they do this kind of like revolving door mechanic because if they gave you the entire library, they'll tell you our service can't handle that bullshit. They give you the entire library. You play your favorites. And let's just say you had a week off and you went through all your favorite games. You're like, all right, I played all my favorite games. Um, And maybe you're not a big online multiplayer person. What would justify you keeping PlayStation Plus or Game Pass then? Mm-hmm. Nothing. If you have your hard copy games, you could completely enjoy those without ever touching online. You could turn off your PlayStation Plus, save your money, turn off your Game Pass, save your money, and go back to your hard copy games and play them all you want. They'll say, hey, you need an update, but they can't charge you for it. So yeah, you update the game. Cool. Have you noticed what's happening in the gaming industry though? Because I made the comment earlier that that it's it's how much money they can get out of all the generations. They're not kind of gearing. They're not trying to mm-hmm. you know kind of promote towards one or the other. Um, and and this is also why I think they're making remakes. It's a quality issue. Games, yeah. These the gaming industry cared about money. Of course they did. It, it's yeah. a business. You have to care about the money. But it wasn't to the extent where they let quality go at its at its expense. Mm-hmm. What we're seeing is they're caring so much about the money now. And this, this isn't just Sony. This is across the board. The quality of the games are getting worse. I'm not talking about the graphics, people. I'm talking about the quality of the games. It's becoming so much less and less frequent for a game to drop. And everybody collectively to mostly agree, wow, that's a great game. It happened when Elden Ring dropped. There were haters but that game got 10 out of 10 across the board. Say what you want, but it, it won't get 10 out of 10 across the board if it's a shitty game. It was a quality mm-hmm. game. How often are we getting games like that? How often are we getting games like Zelda? Granted, I'm not saying Zelda in general, but Zelda itself, every time they drop a, a title, it's a good title. And honestly, I don't think it's fair to even include Nintendo in this. We can exclude Nintendo from this because they make quality games. Still. Yeah, that's why nobody touches them because so, they know that they don't make quality games. So they're starting to put out remakes. They're starting to do tier systems. And then tier systems are also the only way to play online. So you got to get it no matter yep. what. All these games are switching to battle passes instead of just being an individually buy like a chest or a box or whatever. Like everything's being forced on this now. And we did it to ourselves. We've talked about this a million times. We said nothing when microtransactions were popping Mm -hmm. up and the mobile industry noticed it first. And then the PC community had already been doing it even before mobile because we, we kind of had it in RPG games uh, and World of Warcraft to an extent. Um, and then Destiny 1 started dropping the microtransactions. And here we are now. It's only been, what, six or seven years? When did De- I think Destiny came out in 2014. Yeah, it was like 2014. So, yeah. yeah, it's been six, seven, about eight yeah. years. That's a lot. That's, that, that's a huge change in eight years from just some microtransactions that weren't forced on you and that you hardly saw in any game to every single game across the board, pretty much having battle passes, tier systems, uh, 100 
$150 versions. How I, when we played a uh, star citizen, I'd never seen a game like that where you could easily buy thousand multiple thousand dollar ships. Like that was insane. <clears throat> like it's gotten so much worse and the quality is getting, it's going downhill with it. Few developers are putting out quality, good games yeah. because it's about, and I think, I think FPS has a lot to do with this too. These multiplayer battle Royale games have a lot to do with it, especially Fortnite. I don't personally hate Fortnite, but I completely understand why people hate it. And I can, it doesn't, you don't, you don't have to be a super intelligent person to see what it's done to the gaming. Industry. I mean, Fortnite set the standard of just adding random. It set the standard of, it greed. set the standard of greed, just throwing random stuff, stuff that people love outside the game into the game. And like, like why did the Marvel characters need to be in there? Like it makes no sense. And then they went and they tapped into the anime fandom. They, they were, Fortnite was willing to do everything in its power to just pull from every market possible. And the thing is, it's like they know that even the people who don't know about those are going to buy it just to say they have the, the, Main culprit, adding Goku and Vegeta. Half those people cannot say Kamehameha. They were calling it the Kamehameha, the Kamehameha, and they couldn't. And I'm like, but you bought it. You're, 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 you know, you just wanted it for the sake of of wanting it because in turn, you as a content creator are doing the same thing by stretching out and trying to appease to those people in the anime fandom who are hoping you might know about anime until they find out but you got your views you got your ad revenue so it's a vicious cycle that's that's the standard epic set it's like hey we'll appeal to everyone and then let the content creators do the rest of the work for us and then the content creators are doing the, the rest of the work for them but um the, the full system is just it's just messed up really bad yeah and, and this year is when we finally started seeing um <clears throat> now now we're at the point right which again we've all talked about before where when you purchase a game and you and you feel like you own that game you don't because uh games get pulled now they get pulled from libraries not just from the tier libraries but from the libraries and if they pull it from the libraries that you downloaded it from you can't play it anymore that's it It doesn't matter if you paid full price for it or not and they make it seem so appealing for streaming because it's like well instead of having to buy this brand new game you can just stream it but now you don't know when that game is going to go away. So it might be a move on Sony's part to get their day one releases played day one. Well, Sony, <clears throat> Sony's in a, an interesting position too, because like I, I will not deny Sony this, the PlayStation um, one player games and story story mode games. Like their, their exclusives are top tier games. Like they are so good. Few few of their solo adventure games are horrible games. Like they're all pretty damn good, and I think that's where, like, that's where the like what Sony is known most for. And when people buy PlayStation, I don't think it. You know, people talk about the difference in controllers mm-hmm. and stuff, but no one really gives Nobody a shit. Cares. Like any gamer can pretty much pick up a controller and they'll be yeah. fine. Like we have our preferences, but no one's buying a PlayStation solely based off a fucking controller. It's the type of games. Xbox, or I should say Microsoft, has bought so many f- Battle Royale IPs, or as far as you know, the, the gaming studios and the IPs that come mm-hmm. with it. Sony doesn't really have any 
Like they they bought Bungie, so now they have Destiny, I guess. But they don't really have any IPs that are multi uh, FPS multiplayer battle royales, and it solely belongs to Sony, and it's super popular. Yeah. Yeah, and and <clears throat> talking on on Microsoft, and we might as well bring that into the conversation because it's it's hard to keep this conversation going without just bringing up the next thing with Microsoft, um, and and cloud gaming, and the title of the article is really what caught my eye, the fact that Microsoft called cloud gaming immature technology, basically saying it's still in its infancy. Basically, it's it's not. It's not the, you know, it's not where it's, it needs to be, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm thinking before I even read it, I said, but you guys have been one of the biggest pushers for it. Yep. But uh, the reason, one of the biggest reasons Microsoft is saying this is because once again, coming to Sony, Sony is basically been calling them out legally about um, how it would hurt them. And it started with Activision, the Activision Blizzard purchase, basically. And they were saying like, hey, they're, we all know Microsoft knows how to run a monopoly. They had a monopoly on the internet. Google called them out. Now Google has it, but because of how Google handles, they don't put themselves in the same issue. They saw what got Microsoft in trouble and they don't repeat it. And well, and, and you know what, just to throw this out there, you can Google Every, you can just like Google like every IP Microsoft has ever purchased or every every company Microsoft has ever purchased, whether or not it's gaming and look at it since the 1980s. Dude, no other company comes close to the amount of companies they purchased. And then if you look at the IPs that they've purchased in the past just two or three years, completely overshadows everyone else's purchases. Mm-hmm. So the biggest issue that Sony had brought up about the Activision Blizzard purchase was obviously Call of Duty. And Sony was saying this is going to hurt. So Microsoft basically came back and was saying, no, it's not going to hurt, which just to piss off the Xbox fanboys, um, because it makes me it makes me laugh in terms of consoles. uh, It was admitted that Sony is the dominating uh, developer in the console market even over Nintendo. And I think Microsoft comes in last in terms of the console. Come out with the PS5. Yeah. So I, I didn't read it. It's 33 pages. I'll put a, a, a link in the description, but the actual CMA phase two investigation covers some really, really interesting points. So I will read parts of these uh, starting with the executive part of the executive summary and certain parts that stuck out to me. This is, you said, you said it's 33 pages, it's 33 long, pages. Right? Ultimately, yeah, we can post it in the Discord for yeah. people to see. Um, but the kicking off the very first paragraph, basically, Microsoft's proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard will give more people more choices for how to play games and give developers more choices for how to reach those people. This is basically Microsoft saying why it's not uh, a bad thing. Um, and it reflects Microsoft's commitment to a future for gaming that expands beyond consoles in which a diversity of business models, distribution mechanisms, and payment options are available. Uh, and then it goes on to 
to 1.2, notwithstanding the benefits to gamers and developers, the CMA has referred the transaction for phase two review based on potential harms to competitors, harms to competitors. First, the CMA is concerned that the transaction may harm Sony, the market leading provider in console gaming platforms or multi-game subscription services by withholding Activision Blizzard content, in particular Call of Duty, from PlayStation. Second, the CMA has concerns that Microsoft may use Activision Blizzard content either alone or in combination with its wider ecosystem to outcompete rivals such as Google, Amazon, and NVIDIA. In a novel theory of harm unsupported by precedent, economic literature, or the evidence, the CMA alleges that the potential increase in network effects and barriers to entry without evidence or quantification of any effect is sufficient to foreclose major technology companies from cloud gaming services. Basically, they're saying with Microsoft trying to monopolize cloud gaming and acquiring IPs and then making them exclusive it removes their competitors legally and down the road because in order to put those games out on PlayStation, those companies would have to get Microsoft's permission. If Microsoft doesn't want to give a game to PlayStation, they now have the means to say, no, we don't want to give that game to PlayStation. And the only reason this Call of Duty even hit PlayStation is because it still has to honor an already established contract. These games are made and contracted years in advance. And that's where we're at now in the gaming industry is so many companies have been bought up by Microsoft, especially Mm -hmm. that besides the far and few between indie games and and studios that are around, most games can now be sort of held withheld from other consoles Mm -hmm. now to compete and, you know, forcibly dominate the market and it won't come down to which console is better or anything like that. It'll just come down to who's allowed to play, who's allowed to have a game and who's not. So going down to section C with Microsoft basically saying the CMA's concerns are misplaced for the following reasons. And they have like uh, five reasons. Um, Sony has been the largest console platform for over 20 years with an installed base of over 150 million consoles, making it larger than Nintendo and more then double the size of Xbox. Sony engages in conduct today, which is reflective of its market power in console game, including increasing prices, that's true, of its consoles without fear of losing market share, which is why I said I don't think they're going to roll back their decision because it never has hurt them financially. The suggestion that the incumbent market leader with clear and endearing market power could be foreclosed by third, the third largest Microsoft provider as a result of losing access to one title is not credible. There are more than 4,000 games available on PlayStation alone. Now, I'm thinking Microsoft is reaching for that because if there's 4,000 games available on PlayStation, are they including the con- country exclusives? Like, we don't get all the games Japan gets. Not even half. So if they're adding that number, 
Hi, I'm DeLon Grant. And I'm Francesca Ramsey, and together we host the podcast, Let Me Fix It. Each week, we explore something from the past, and then we pitch how to fix it for today. But forget about the past. Let's talk about the new show of the moment. DeLon, did you get a chance to watch the new Queenie trailer I sent you? How dare you send me this amazing <laughs> show that took me back to every messy breakup I've ever had. Thank God I had you through my 20s. Now, you could not pay me to go back and relive those days, but thankfully, we will be living as Queenie navigates her messy 20s. All episodes of Queenie premiere June 7th streaming on Hulu. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. In there, that's an unfair assessment because I, in the American market, don't have access to 4,000 games. I literally would love to, but I don't. So they're like, are they including all games or the American market? Like, I want to know what number that like they're basing it off of. Um, the evidence also shows that uh, less than of uh, PlayStation's monthly active users are playing Call of Duty, even without all of those gamers. A highly improbable outcome from a hypothetical foreclosure strategy, the PlayStation gamer base would remain significantly larger than Xbox is today. Since the transaction was announced, Sony has acquired several game studios, including Bungie, developer of the popular online game Destiny, Hold on. Are they trying to play they're victim? They're trying to play victim. Oh, my So God. they're listing off that they acquired Bungie, Haven Studios, La Single, and Savage Games. I've never heard of them. As a rebuttal to them buying Activision Yeah, Blizzard. I'm like, I don't even know half of these studios they're listing. And a minority interest in From Software. Minority interest. They haven't just outright bought them, though. The developer of the biggest game of 2022, Elden Ring. So they're trying to use Elden Ring <laughs> as their segue excuse to justify them buying Activision Blizzard. Oh my God. And other hit games. This complements Sony's existing minority shareholding in Epic Games. Once again, minority. Publisher of Fortnite, strong first-party game catalog, and extensive portfolio exclusive arrangements with third-party publishers that were over 280 exclusive first- and third-party titles PlayStation 2021, nearly five times as many as Xbox. I'm going to tell you why. And this is the one time I'm 100% going to root for Sony and be completely biased against Microsoft. Microsoft cares about FPS. Their controller is based around FPS. Yeah, that's what I was Their saying business earlier. model is focused on competitive gaming and competitive shooters. That's what they focus on. That's why Halo skyrocketed Xbox to the top for a little bit. Shooters, that's what they're for. The PlayStation is the the PlayStation is a multi-genre platform with shooters being literally one of the last on the list. Cuz it's like if I think Xbox, you ask me what I think Xbox shooter. I don't see sports for it. I mean, they exist, but I'm saying I don't think sports when you say Xbox. I don't think fighters when you say Xbox. I don't think 
RPGs, when you, when I think Xbox, have there been good ones in each category? Sure, but it's not the first thing I think of because of the history of Xbox. You say PlayStation to me, I think RPG, JRPG first, RPG, uh, any RPG genre after that, fighting games, um, even racing games, action games. I think of every genre for PlayStation. And then at the very bottom, shooters. Because PlayStation has built its whole model on being extremely diverse in their genres. That's why they're more than double in Microsoft. If you're very linearly focused, that's what's going to happen. Like with Nintendo, you say, okay, what do I think of a Nintendo? Smash Bros, family, uh, family-oriented games, Mario Kart, uh, Pokemon, uh, tech, even some, you know, like now, Strategy Bay, Fire Emblem, like the list goes on because they're multi-genre based. So that's why they can top in, in, in uh, even above Microsoft. So to complain that Sony has minority shares in developers like From Software or even third-party ones that build some of the more hidden gem third-party RPGs, like, I didn't see, uh, you know, I see a lot of people that play Elden Ring on PlayStation and on PC. How many people do you think probably play Elden Ring on their Xbox? Is Elden Ring even on Xbox? <laughs> See, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, I, I shouldn't even have to ask that as a question. Like, a lot of the strategy games that come out on PlayStation, they don't ever see the light of day on Xbox because Xbox is so cutthroat on competitive and shooters. So them calling out the shares that Sony has in these more than unheard of devs is like the worst counter argument they could make haven studios and lega i don't even know the other name i can't even remember it already prove my point compared to activision blizzard everyone knows activision blizzard even people who aren't in gaming that was a major move and with call of duty even when a call of duty game i think ghosts was an example where it was on playstation first for a while before uh xbox could get it xbox is literally setting themselves up microsoft is literally setting themselves up where they can just say flat out no this game is not going to playstation they can do that you know the elder scrolls series it's like they're trying to force people to buy their console buy it through them to play games that originally were available everywhere why but instead of just making their own i mean hello you had fable and you let it die you had the opportunity but you got lazy and you let it die so yeah i i don't feel for microsoft i honestly would rather someone stop them in their tracks because activision blizzard that that's literally a whole market by itself and to say, oh, it's basically they're saying, but it was just one developer. No, motherfucker. You bought an entire genre <laughs> and have exclusive rights to it. The, I mean, the only, the only reason Sony has, for the most part, been buying up IPs... Is in response. Is, is in response. Because, again, you, you can look up how many IPs and how many companies 
and, and studios that Microsoft has purchased, and it's insane. Mm-hmm. It's it's wildly insane, especially the past couple of years, especially after uh, Mixer went down. Coincidentally, yeah, anything Microsoft has had to try to build from scratch has, has failed. failed. They they completely can it, and they just buy someone who's already built the model, and then they just are like, all right, now it's ours. Like like overall, yes, they're a, they're a richer company. They're they're a more profitable com- company, but that's overall. If you look at just Sony's gaming, and just Microsoft's Xbox and their gaming. It's it, it it's the differences are insane. As far as success goes. Yeah. And and Sony has a, a a very, very successful history of creating their own IPs, creating their own games and then working out fine and doing their own thing. Now Microsoft is trying to be slick and they're saying that Call of Duty games will still be accessible on PlayStation and because they have the ownership of it. Uh, it'll actually be a lot cheaper. There, there's going to be legal. There's going to be legal issues coming out of this yeah. watch. I bet you anything. <clears throat> bare minimum, bare minimum, they'll do something like, like uh, the Modern Warfare games as as each new one comes out and stuff like that. Those will be on multiple platforms, but they will watch. They will make Call of Duties specifically for oh, Xbox. Yeah. And uh, and PC yeah. anything that's not going to be like a main mainstream or like the Black Ops, which I'm I'm not I'm not like you like I'm like you you're you're more Sony you love PlayStation and I like I like PlayStation too but I'm very PC oriented so when I shit on Xbox like it's coming from like a the, the PC perspective I try to come at this stuff on bias it's a little hard I but. totally come in bias um and that's even with me getting more into PC gaming. Um, mainly because I've just, I've had time to watch how they operate and have done the research and I'm looking at like their counter argument and they're saying like, you know, I just read further down and saying it would actually be more affordable now for people to get the, the call of duty. And I'm like, oh, so now you're going to start playing on the wallet aspect to get customers because well, then, the- then, then buying Microsoft and or them, uh, Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard was a really smart move because they wanted more PC players and most blizzard games PC with the exception of call of duty are not fun on console. I didn't like overwatch on console. And when I switched to PC, like it was, and it was way better. You could do way more stuff. It was easier to do shit. Uh, Diablo. Have you, tr- have Diablo you seen people trying to, Oh my Diablo. God, I actually dude. beat it on the Xbox. Uh, the only time I did it. World of Warcraft's a big one. Like you're not about to play that on the That's console. Never God forbid console. they ever put that nah, on the console. Man. So what they were aiming for PC players when they did that. Yeah. And, and by saying that they can offer a game cheaper is going to make people side eye any price hikes that PlayStation throws out. So that's how they're going to get yep. people. They're going to say, well, over here it's cheaper. Um, but you know, PlayStation charges X, Y, Z, and then people be like, dang, maybe I should make that switch. They're, they're going to use the wallets against each other. They're going for where it hurts. That's, that's literally one of the business models of every business. What is your customer's pain point and what solution do you present? Xbox sees inflation. So what they're doing is they're saying, oh man, games are so expensive. Our solution all brand new games available on Game Pass, $1. And they still let Call of Duty be available to the PlayStation players because then they'll say, man, 
if you guys were over here on Xbox, you're getting charged almost seventy dollars, or because seventy dollars is now going to be the new norm. But what they're going to say is, we would give it to you for a dollar on Game Pass, but you know, because it's on PlayStation, we got to charge you seventy dollars. But if you were over here on Game Pass, you would get it day one for a dollar. The pain point: games are too expensive. The solution: offer it more affordable quote unquote because you don't actually own it than your competitor yeah which which now now we're gonna get back to what you were saying earlier uh or before i you didn't say it here but and i agree with you that gaming kind of seems like it's starting to become something that's more of a a privilege mm-hmm. you have to be able to afford gaming mm-hmm. you have to be able to afford a game you know consoles were already getting expensive understandably as far as technology goes and, and, and how insane these consoles yeah. have gotten. Okay. I, it makes sense. They literally are their own little computers. Here's now, my new, their own little PC. Here's my new dating standard <laughs> going down in the future. Cause you know, a lot of ladies are like, Oh my God, you have a, a, a tier. That's system. Gonna be a new dating standard. <laughs> but think about it. Like ladies they are like, you know, Hey, you gotta be able to buy me X, Y, Z. Like they, you know, can you buy me Gucci? Can you take me on a trip? My new thing. Can you buy me a PS seven? Can can you afford to buy me a video game? <laughs> you want Gucci? I want a video game. They're about the same price. Let's go. Like being able to, we're going oh, to get to man. that point. It's though. everyone for themselves out there right now. So what what exactly happened with Red Dead Redemption? Because I'm a little confused with the the gamer that was complaining. So the gamer like he lost money. He wasn't exactly complaining. What basically happened is so a lot of people for who who don't don't know Red Dead Redemption 2 had Red Dead Online. Well, GTA Online cuz Rockstar that's all they care about. They've abandoned Red Dead Online. I don't think it gets any more updates. I don't think it gets any more content. They virtually abandoned it. So there was someone on Google Stadia who put 6,000 hours into that game they had amassed an in-game fortune well stadia is no more so they were telling her which is hilarious who saw that coming? yeah huh we did (laughs) but when stadia said okay we're done that means they're shutting everything down servers everything so it sucks because a lot of those games that people have progress in they're just going to be gone once again tying into something else i said all that investment gone that money because we no longer own no the longer on the game so the money you spent which i i will say like the, the i guess like a, against against the the player why in the hell would anyone put that much trust and belief into google stadia when it it wasn't, it's not like it was one of the the the, the bigger systems or the bigger the biggest uh, ways to consume gaming. But it was more easily accessible and it was far more affordable. This person, who knows, they may have, you know, they might like to game, but gaming is expensive. Gaming is becoming for the wealthy. Realistically, if you wanted to step into gaming, and I don't know if they, I think they're a content creator, but you know, maybe they main PC and they just didn't want to invest in a console. That's they're five, $600 now without a game just to get the hardware. Google stadia was like a hundred bucks though. That, that that's a steal. And then 
you didn't have to go to the store and buy games. The potential, I will say this. I saw Google Stadia and I kind of saw C Luna in that same category. They're the Dreamcasts of today. What happened to Luna? I think Luna Luna's still a thing. It's I don't think they're a thing much longer because I just had to say what happened. Yeah, with there's Luna. still a thing I see it on my fire TV. I just don't see like I just don't want to play a video game with my remote. That's just not comfortable. Um, but. Do you do you do you think cloud gaming is ahead of its time right now and people just aren't ready? It for is it? ahead of its time. And the only way cloud gaming will 100 percent be accepted is once the major corporations have finally fully implemented their plan and they finally say, and I promise you it'll be this specific reason. They'll start to say it's because it'll be more eco-friendly because that's the one thing that gets everybody to start moving with. It'll be safer for the economy and the, uh, the environment and, and, and all of that to start doing away with hard copies. Oh, we, how much rubble gets, when we print well we're already doing that with digital downloads and 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 yeah you, you, we don't really have disk drives exactly anymore. like you you have to go out of your way now you used to have to go out of your way to find one without a disk drive now you got to go out of your way to find one with mm-hmm. the disk drive funny how our motives oh, changed and the playstation ps5 is already starting that way with the digital only one yeah because people are realizing they're like oh shit uh they're not selling the disk drives anymore um, or they're they're more expensive somehow, mm-hmm. and they're starting to catch on. Because eventually you're just going to, it'll become a glorified f- fire stick. Like, M- basically, Google Stadia and Amazon were already just jumping ahead. But because they're the new kids on the block, no one was willing to accept that that is our soon-to-be reality. They were already there. That's why when I said X, you know, Microsoft saying, oh, it's, it's cloud game is immature tech. I'm like, no, because they're not pumping all their money into it. And well, they don't have it. It wouldn't matter if they did or not, but they can afford to not put all their eggs in one basket mm-hmm. with gaming and watch everybody else make this. They do this every time they watch everyone else fuck up and then they they take something that everyone else was doing and they do it after watching everyone else. And then they had to admit that they weren't using Azure because everyone was like, well, you guys are making a huge push for Amazon, but you know, for cloud gaming, they're like, well, we don't use Azure, which is owned by Amazon. They're trying to build their own ecosystem. A hundred percent theirs. Xbox, Xbox is going to be the first one to pull off cloud gaming successfully. Yeah. Yeah. And the only reason they say it's immature tech is because they watched everyone else. And the only reason only reason stadia failed the only reason luna will possibly fail well maybe not amazon is good at yeah but look how amazon treats twitch like they don't pump money into they these don't things. But that's we why do. they don't they don't give a shit what people complain or, or think of, or think about twitch or anything yet, that's why they get bullshit excuses when stuff yeah. happens or they ban person for one thing and not the other they, they don't give a they shit they don't because they know look how easily we forget Twitch is still going. Twitch will not die. We want it to. No, Twitch isn't but Twitch going. Twitch will not die. They slap a band aid and they just oh, let everyone cry. Not, not to go too far off the side here, but what Twitch just needs a, a solid competitor. Yeah. They need a solid competitor. Hopefully, it's going to be Trovo or maybe YouTube will make you know start making a comeback in some way. Um, but yeah, Twitch needs a solid streaming competitor. But yeah, Luna and Stadia are just ahead of the curve. Too soon. 
before people were used to that becoming the norm. They wanted to make it the norm because they wanted to be the pioneers in it, but it was too soon to do so with Microsoft, Sony, and even Nintendo still in floating around until those three make the move. No one else will really stand a chance. And right now they're all like creeping towards it while eyeing each other. Once one of them comfortably crosses that finish line, then everyone else will do it because then the market will be open for it. But the, until the big three do it, anyone else who comes w- up with it is going to be because even um, GeForce now, they're struggling. And that's NVIDIA. And I think NVIDIA is going to be struggling for a while after EVGA left. And that's the thing. GeForce now was out before EVGA left and they were struggling for their, with their cloud gaming. People are just not accepting of it yet because the big three have to do it. If they don't do it, no one is going to be accepting of it at all. Think of it like this. When you went to school, if the cool kids didn't wear it, it wasn't cool. It could be brand new. But unless you were in that cool kid club, nobody cared that you wore it. And in fact, could turn around and make fun of you about it. Sony's not even trying to be to do it. They're not even fucking attempting. They, they are and they aren't. They want digital content, not so much cloud gaming. They really just want people to just download from their store and operate through their store and go digital. It's going to be it's, Xbox is going to pull it off first. Nintendo's going to follow suit. And then which Nintendo, I, I'm not sure why. Maybe it's just the type of games they have. Nintendo's the only one that makes the most sense to me. Like they, they like in my head, Nintendo would get away with it if they, if they wanted to do some sort of cloud gaming situation, but they don't have to. Either. I don't think Nintendo will do cloud gaming. I'm going to tell you why they, they don't have to. Um, they will cloud game. And I know people think, but they have Nintendo online. Look how old those games are. We're talking before HD TV was even a thing before flat screens were even a thing. Nintendo does not like the chance of anyone even acquiring through some kind of mistake access to their games. Cloud gaming is like, that's too many people for us to keep track of. We don't like it. We don't know like you could like how you're going to be streaming that game. No, 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 no. Don't like it. You download our shit and we watch you. If Nintendo got into cloud gaming, you want to talk about someone that would have so many security features, it would make you just your head explode. It would be Nintendo. And for them, that's extra work that they don't want to deal with right now. Nintendo would probably be the last ones to step into it because there's just too many variables that do not fit with how they run business. Like at all. And cloud cloud gaming Nintendo games all accessible for like 20 bucks. Can you see Nintendo doing that? Their games, they have games that came out on older systems that are still $50. Nintendo likes their money and a lot of their revenues from hardware. Yeah. But you know what? Nintendo, Nintendo earned the arrogance they have to, cause you gotta think about it. They're, 
the top three in, in, you know, in gaming yet most of the gaming, most like people, when people buy the, the switches, yeah, it's for their, their, their personal IPs, you know, and they, and they got the, the Pokemon games, Digimon games, stuff like that. And Zelda, but they stand alone. Those switches get sold out and people purchase switches and, and play Nintendo not thinking about the other games. Like they're just thinking about Nintendo only and their games, PlayStation and Xbox people. It's more of a preference between the two. A lot of people, they're not buying Xbox or Sony specifically because of a game. That's one of the reasons, but it's not specifically because of that. Nintendo, it's specifically because of that. The type, the, the specific types of games they yeah. have, which is impressive. Like they, they make as much money as they do. And they're as big as they are specifically off their games. Yeah, Cause when I load up my switch, I don't get any game that's available on other consoles on my switch because I have solely switch focused, switched only games. You look at how many more times you think I can say specifically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what's the count on that one? Like five, six. But no, like that's that's my switch. You look at my switch library and you're going to see mostly Nintendo only games because that's what I I see it. See my switch for on the PlayStation. When I did have a working Xbox, I would have that moment where it came down to like, okay, where do I put this game? Do I get on the Xbox to play with my Xbox friends or do I get on the PlayStation to play with my PlayStation friends? Which controller then it come down to something stupid like which controller do I feel more comfortable playing this game with? And usually if it was a shooter, I'm like, eh, you know what? Xbox, RPG, PlayStation. And that's how I had to break it down based off the genre. And then which one felt more right? Um, so it was really weird. I'm not going to lie. Like I use my Xbox controller now for my PC for games that I don't feel comfortable using a keyboard with and playing Elden Ring with an Xbox controller at first felt so weird for me. Like I knew there was a way for me to hook up my PlayStation controller, but I was just too lazy because it's, you know, you need like a third party application and blah, 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 where you just plug in an Xbox controller and you go. And even now it still feels a little weird to me because I'm like, I feel like I should be shooting with these controls i make it work but i feel like i should be shooting like my my elder ring character should just whip out a, a gun and just we go yeah i i actually do but i prefer the xbox controllers i like the layout better but playstation they're they're actually about to drop a controller that that's a similar layout yeah i don't they finally decided i don't to do like it. it i mean i don't like it be- oh it looks ugly as shit i don't like it I, I the place like Sony PlayStation. I love you, but that controller looks ugly. So y'all, if y'all haven't seen it, just look up. It's two hundred dollars, you know, right? PlayStation. It's like two hundred dollars. Uh-huh. It, it's their version. Yeah, it's their version of uh, Xbox's Elite controller, but it's it's their version. I'm to wrap this up. Can we just say Sony has officially declared war on Microsoft out in the open? They're they're salty. It's pretty obvious how salty they they're, are because they're I, they're taking it out on us. Like we fucking did it. They they're taking it out on us because the money I say in a, less than two years, you're going to see Sony make another acquisition. And this is the money collection phase right now. They've got their eye on someone. They haven't said who they won't say who. And it's going to be someone that's going to draw. It would be a blow to Microsoft. 
You notice how no one's uh, purchased EA yet? Who could purchase EA? They're too greedy. EA doesn't want to share their profits. I, 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 I think I think everyone wants to stay away from EA because they're notorious for their microtransactions. Mm-hmm. Like they're the worst about it. And 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 even even Sony and Microsoft are like, let's ease into yeah. this before one of us buys yeah. them. But Sony is gearing up to make a purchase. That's my prediction right now. I'm surprised the EA doesn't put out their own console fucking just the EA fucking dime bag or some shit. And you just got to You actually literally have to put your fucking card in it and it charges you 25 cents to even play the console every time. Yeah. Jesus Christ. You know what? I'm going to tell you why EA would never come out of the console. That costs money. Their whole thing is to bring money in. (laughs) Yeah. Their whole thing is what's the least we can do for the most profit. They're like, wait. And make them pay for the shitty experiences they have. Exactly. Over and over. I mean, we have to spend money to build the console. Yes. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> did 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 you see this year's uh like for uh all all their sports games? No. Huh? Especially Madden, their sales are nowhere. Like they're not they're not as good this year. No, nobody cares. And they about weren't as good anymore. last year either. They've been going yeah, down. Nobody cares about them anymore. That's what we were talking about. I, I think. Yeah, I think people are starting to realize that you're just paying a shitload of money for a roster, for a roster update. update that they could literally make available. Not even a full roster update, just like 10 players. And here's the thing. 10 players and like slightly better. Even graphics. if the NFL is the biggest cock block in it, I'm like, bro, I'm pretty sure you've got the money to go down and cut a deal with them. It's a win for them, too. Put it on a season. It pass. won't happen until because the NFL has been losing money anyways the past few years. Uh, as a matter of fact, if I, I I'm going to find the website I found this on, but it's it's it basically contrasted like uh, the sports industry and the game the the gaming industry over the past three years pre COVID and and during COVID and after COVID and it's really interesting because the gaming industry like it's like all the money that the sports industry has lost has been dumped into the gaming industry and the streaming industries, uh, that, that sort of stuff. So I think that when the NFL starts, uh, losing enough money, they'll consider contracts with, uh, yeah, with Madden and other, other games. (sighs) But lots of information put out to you guys, lots of predictions, lots of, uh, researched and 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 opinionated thoughts so we definitely would love to hear what you guys think um about you know cloud gaming and no longer owning our games and do you think cloud gaming is a good choice why do you think it's a bad choice why do you agree or disagree why let us know hit us up on our website osn-media.com make sure to click on the show gz chop shop podcast and then at the very top you can submit your clip so that we can hear your guys's thoughts and maybe air it on on a future episode because we definitely want to know and if you happen to be in the industry and happen to work for one of these developers let us know if there's something we're missing because <laughs> because it seems like it seems like the gloves have come off across the board and everyone's in a slugfest except for nintendo they're just waiting in the wings just waiting for their moment man, they're just drinking tea and yeah, popcorn yeah man. nobody's going to touch their market they they know they got it probably probably looking at their mario movie like did we make the right decision yeah you know what but they don't care because they know that the fans are still going to be drawn to it just because it's mario they will go watch it just to see it fail and that is like once again we do it to ourselves 
we do it to ourselves. We are the only people we we're a race of, of, of the human race will pay money to complain. I will say this. So I think you'll agree with me. We as gamers just across the board, we have only gotten one pass ever. We have only gotten one complaint heard because it was the only time that everybody or every gamer around the world unanimous, unanimously sided and said, you know what? We've had enough. Sonic? And it, it was Sonic. <laughs> that was it. And that we wasted our one try. We could have done it with microtransactions and battle no. passes. No, we we didn't know yet. We we were naive. naive. Was it worth it, everyone? Was it worth it? So, sure, Sonic looks better, but was, was it worth it? Worth it? it? we could have done away with season passes battle passes we, we got another 20 30 years before we're allowed yeah. another one yeah and you know what i blame all the people that always have to look cool online because we used to get way back in the day we used to get actual stuff that you could use in game now it's just the rp like certain rpgs will give you like oh you know this weapon will help you get through the beginning levels etc 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 now it's just all skins because everyone wants to be like ah, i got this skin <laughs> And I'm like, geez, Louise, that's just so annoying. Yeah, I remember grinding on uh, Warcraft and Diablo and then and, and WoW back, like way back in the day before current WoW, like when Classic was the only WoW. And you'd spend so long doing these dungeons and raids and you'd finally get that one rare weapon and it was OP and there was not going to be a patch. Like you were going to use it and upset people and guess what but you earned it you earned it and, and when people saw it they knew what you had to go through to get that and but that's gone those days We're are gone skull costume back in halo now we we gave that up that that pride in owning something nope, now it's just and, and the right to be overpowered like like you'd whoop everyone's ass but everyone would be like i mean yeah look at that axe like, you know you what know he had, he had to go, go through, through to get that like the the early stages of destiny one was like that yeah the thorn but Mm-hmm. There are a lot of there are a lot of games like that, and then it just crashed. Yeah, now it's just and now oh, his wallet's like now it's mine. about skins. No one, no one, no one cares about earning something OP or awesome or badass and being able to like look what I got. Like hell yeah! And then people would play with you because of that. Now it's just oh I got a skin. Well, how did you get that? Oh, I bought the battle pass and stuck with it for three months. Apex. That just reminded me. Of You're Apex. not a gamer. <laughs> anyway. I'm just being salty. Yeah, we're, yeah, this is the salty episode. Maybe I'll title it the salty episode. <laughs> salty gamer special. I don't know. But guys, let us know your thoughts. Uh, check us out. If you like what we do, hit us up on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash OSM Media. We would love and appreciate the support. Uh, it helps keep all of the podcasts going and bring you know helps us bring more amazing content for you. Also, visit our store gzshop.com and grab yourself some exclusive merchandise couldn't say exclusive for a moment there um so yeah go check those out and as always you've been amazing stay safe out there look after yourself and look after each other and we will catch all you amazing people on the next episode later Stay 
Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. What's up, everyone? Project Itachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon or Acast for exclusive perks, content, and more. Also, visit our store, thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.